Hello, and welcome to the last episode of At the End of Hope Street. This is your Game Master, Faye. I'm here to tell you that today we do have some content warning for our podcast episode for violence against children as well as children using guns. So if that isn't something that you want to listen to, please take caution before you proceed with this episode. The second thing is that today one of our players, Nathan, unfortunately had to leave during the middle of our episode, and so for part of the episode you will not have his audio. Thank you for understanding, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to this last episode of our second season of Call of Cthulhu on the cast of many things. We are going to be playing at the end of Hope Street. I will be your game master today. My name is Faye, and today I have with me Felicity. Hi. I also have with me Norm. Hello. And Tyler. Hello. And Nathan. I'm in danger. (laughs) And of course, Matt. Hi, everyone. All right. So who would like to explain to me what happened last time around and where our characters are? We decided to go into a creepy house. Well, a good third of us decided to go into the creepy house, mainly being Walter, Butch, and Raymond. I was still in school because I'm a fucking nerd and I wanted to take my notes. And Jill was not there because apparently she was being dealt with the hash slinging slasher in the cemetery, so she took the day off. Once school was out, I went over and met with them. We all met up. We ended up looking over some notes. We went upstairs, we found this creepy machine. Walter threw in a letter opener into a portal that the machine created because it looked like stars in pretty much space. I started freaking out even more because I'm stressed out and on like 12 cokes. Uh, we started hearing um, noises. Me being paranoid, I'm, at, I'm with my bat. Walter's on the other side. We're about to grab this, this person thinking that we're gonna throw him into the portal. Walter fails to grab the person who at that moment, I straight up hit her with my baseball bat to the gut, making her roll over. Cause I'm paranoid. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking stress that out, folks. I am a 17-year-old paranoid man with a baseball bat. Now can't confirm. After that, after more exposition came along and Jill came in, I did not know. Went back to my post because I was about to hit another person with my bat. Luckily, they had announced themselves. They didn't get a bat to the gut. Yeah, I don't know if they might be a freaky tentacle monster under that skin suit. Possibly. All I know is I am very afraid and terrified and all I have with me is my trusty baseball bat. I got congratulated for my perfect form of taking down an old lady. They decided um, we're going to go down to the harbor to check out the meteor that fell. While I'm going to go home and take a quick nap with Angel basically accompanying me so I get home safely. Perfect. And I believe so. The people who are now down at the harbor are um, Raymond, Walter, and Butch, um, who. And a doctor. I guess are hanging out. Um, inc- uh, they're also there with uh, 
Dr. Rose Germain. Um, Angel and Aaron are going back to Aaron's house so that Aaron can take a nap. Uh, I believe Walter also now has a gaffing hook. Mm-hmm. So let's quickly cut to Angel and Aaron, who have now reached Aaron's house. What do you two do? Uh, so the moment uh, we get inside, I'd probably be calling out to see if my mom and dad are home. Um, it's probably the middle of the day still, because you guys had kind of like left school. It's probably maybe now like 4 p.m. Um, they'd probably still be at work. Okay. If that's the case, I would invite Angel upstairs, not to my room, because I'm a gentleman, and instead to my father's office. Angel, I want you to know that I'm not being very forward with you. I just need you to understand that me taking a nap is not going to be great for me. I I am more or less high strung. I might as well just ride out this paranoia until this is done. So, I... As, as while we're talking, we're going inside. I basically, I go through my dad's drawer and I pull out a gun and I hand it to Angel. Uh, I like, think you're going to have to roll this lock, Rolf, to see if you find this gun. Because I'm not just giving you a gun. <laughs> right. To see if your I dad took it out with a him. bazooka. Uh, yes, and I'm going to pull out a I'm going to have you roll it and roll 20. Okay. Just because <laughs> we're facing people and we need to see if you actually have a gun. Well, I did say that my like father, as an investigative reporter, does have a gun. For right, but he could have taken it with him to work. Yeah. Um, so what's your luck total? Uh, where is my luck? My luck is 55. Okay, so go ahead and roll your D100. So yeah, you find the gun in his drawer. Cool. Roll for and bullets. You hand it- Roll for bullets. Uh, <laughs> Roll for I, bullets. I think you're gonna have bullets, or it's yeah. just loaded because it's the 19, it's 1915, and who has gun safety laws? Yeah, we, um, we don't do that. We don't do that here. <laughs> so you're handing it to Angel? Yes. Oh boy. Reason why I'm I'm gonna give it to Angel is because again I have my bat. I feel comfortable with my bat, and not only that, I like to think that she'd also notice that I'm a bit vibrating like I'm a bit shaking right now mm. so I would not feel comfortable with the idea of me having the gun and aiming and so, this is a handgun yes this is a this is a 1911 um handgun okay so Angel, what's your second. firearms uh that's a good question I'm guessing probably nothing because just that baseline like it's 20%, yeah it's 20 percent yeah she's okay. not um I usually would not think that most people who are, you know, 17 and going to school or 16 well, and going to school. Well, she has that she, she's sort of a war vet, yeah. but that's true. But you were a nurse. But she was a nurse. She, she wasn't French. shooting people. They usually drop their guns. There's a lot <laughs> no, of the French here. were the French shot a lot of people in World War One. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Uh, French have shot a lot of people in did. history in general. Yeah. I think, folks, this is the we're going to disrespect the French podcast right now. I, I, Angel, I hope that you, as a nurse, have not shot a lot of people. No. Who knows? No. no. <laughs> so at, right. at that moment, I. Would have been like okay to shoot a gun it is very simple you hold it with both hands on the thumb there's the lever that's where the safety is you aim and you squeeze that's all you have to do it's very simple just don't aim it at me and hit center of the body if you try to go for a headshot it's it's very difficult you might end up missing that's bullets gone and for the body at least you can stun them, and I could and I could go ahead and I could beat the ever crud out of them with my baseball bat. Am I going too fast for you? 
Angel, I will say that you have six bullets in this gun. Okay. And if you want more, um, either you or Aaron are going to have to roll luck rolls to see if you find more in his father's office. Well, she's definitely holding this between thumb and forefinger like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's slimy. But she's just kind of like nodding along like, okay. I, yeah. I will use the gun if I have to. All right, so Angel, you have a gun. Aaron, you have a bat. What are the two of you doing? I'm gonna go use the bathroom real quick because I'm not gonna face this thing on a full bladder. And then afterwards, we're gonna go and possibly fight Space Satan or vampires. You know, I don't know. Let's just uh, just give me like two minutes, and I'll be right there with you. And then we're gonna go down to the harbor and meet up with the rest of them. Sounds good. Um, So I'm going to say that going to your house, picking up a gun, coming back, is going to take you a good half hour. So in that half hour, what are our other friends doing? Butch, Walter, and Raymond, and Dr. Germain are down in the harbor. They found a set of stairs, I believe, like natural-looking stairs that seem to go below it. Raymond has one of the hammers in a hand and says, Well, we going down these stairs or what? Well, I think we should, uh, you know... Maybe wait a little bit longer for them to come back, but um, you know, there's for, we, you know, there's a couple things we should maybe like. We have no idea what's gonna be down there, and like, hey, Butch, uh, just in case yeah. I, uh, I don't get to say this later, you know, uh, I just want you to know you've been a great friend to me, and um, I just want to do something one last time. And I kind of go to hug him, uh, but then I like quickly sack tap him. <laughs> you know, just like a little ah. Oh, God. And then I hug him and I go, I love you, buddy. I love you too. Now you have incentive now you have incentive <laughs> now you have incentive to get me back later. Okay? So oh, live God. live through this, alright? I was gonna say that we probably need to make sure the professor here stays up top. Is that okay with you, Professor? I'm not staying. I need to figure out exactly what's happening. I'm coming down with you boys. In high heels? She kicks off her heels. Wait, but what if there's a rust- nod. What if there's rusty nails or something? I'll take my chances. Maybe we got bigger worries. I stepped on a fish hook once. It was awful. But yeah, no, we, uh, Raymond, I want to. I want to first, uh, you know, on a serious note though, apologize to you because, you know, I, I really just thought you were weird. Um, I mean, we're all a little strange, you know, but like. No, you're definitely weird, but we like it. It's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you know, in the sense of like. You know, believing in vampires and all this stuff, and we kind of gave you some uh, grief for it. And honestly, uh, you were you were really right. It, it maybe not the kind of uh, sort of vampire we were expecting, but um, I feel like maybe you're not the type of guy that always gets to hear like, "Hey, you're right." So uh, I just want to say it to you, man. Raymond looks incredibly self-satisfied, but is also tearing up a little bit. Uh, hesitates for a second and lunges forward, hugging both of you with his his tiny little arms. That's right, kid. Aww. Yeah, it's all stick right. bias right. down. You know, stick bias down there. All right. Well, I told I'll, you. I'll you I told you at the beginning of this that I'd be saying, "I told you so," and here it is. Here it is. And it's the greatest moment of my life. Well, I'll wait till we actually uh, get through uh, whatever's down there. Then we then we can say uh, we saved the city, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Walter. Protect your neck, literally and figuratively. Yeah, those stairs look a little slippery. And vampires. Wouldn't that be awful, though, if we just started walking down the stairs and, like, slipped and died on the stairs because of, like, some poor maintenance? <laughs> what is wrong with you, up. man? Oh, yeah, so, professor, uh, sorry. here's a pencil. Yeah. It's sharp. You hand the professor a pencil? Sharpened pencil, yeah. Okay. All right. Vampires. Uh, 
she says, She's not John Wick to uh, take out people with a pencil. Well, you don't know. You don't know that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and she holds the pencil kind of up as if, she, like, as if, like, it's a weapon to stab people with, you know? She's but, like a British academic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Come on. Right, but you kind of realize that she's, like, a smaller, older woman who's probably not very strong. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to be able to do anything with this pencil. But hey, who knows? Um, all right. So you have handed the professor a pencil. Walter has a gaffing hook. You have a hammer. And I believe Butch also has a hammer. I still had a hammer, yes. And a baseball. Are you guys going down the stairs? Still uh, waiting? You want me to go first uh, since I'm uh, a little bit shorter, Walter? You can take. Oh up. yeah, I'll, I can go last. We can kind of get the the um, the dock and the uh, and Raymond over here in the middle between us. You know, kind of. But uh, well, should we? Uh, how did the map? Um, out of character. Did the map like indicate how long like these this area was, or was it like just charted up to like the entrance, or was there something further after that in the map? Um, so you can kind of see it charting up to the entrance and like there's like a little drawing of a cave, but after that there's like nothing else to scale. It's not that detailed. Okay. Um, from like uh, our position now, how far can we see down into the entrance or like... Yeah, so you can't see any entrance. All you see are a set of stairs and you probably see like maybe like 10 or so stairs before it like veers down around into like a 90 degree corner. Ah, so you okay. can't see anymore. So it kind of like goes down into like underneath the harbor, underneath right. where you're standing. So ah, Butch. Um, crap. What, what, uh, we need a light. What if it's dark down there? Oh shit. Shall I go ask Wally for his lantern too? You got any on the dock? There's, there's usually a couple lanterns up there. Uh, yeah, I could see, uh, I could, uh, yeah, I could go check it out, I guess. Yeah, we don't want to get stuck down there and be blind. Uh, all right, Walter, you go find, to try and find a lamp? Yeah, lantern or lamp. Um, go ahead and roll, um, a spot hidden check with, uh, you can, like, roll that with an advantage dice, I guess, because you know the harbor and you kind of know where to look. And I'm going to roll to see how many minutes it takes you. It's a success on the first, failure on the second one, but a normal run-of-the-mill success on the first one. So it takes you about five minutes to find uh, a working lantern and for you to come back. You're pretty quick on your feet. You know this place. You know where to look to find lanterns. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I found a lantern. Um, Awesome. They're still not here yet? In that five minutes, Raymond would like to peel one of the garlic bulbs in his pack and form the cloves into an arrow pointing at the uh, stairs. There. In case they can't find us. Sounds good. You guys go down these stairs. Give me the lantern. All right. Um, maybe I'll we should... The lead. Yeah, Butch, why don't you come go down to the staircase? What if there's a guy like, around the corner just like waiting? Like, uh... Well, I'm the fastest here. I'll run like the wind, and you hit him when I run past you. Yeah, I'm just saying, we'll... We'll, we'll, we'll stay here. Either you go kind of down there a little bit. Take it, you know, just... Oh, you want me to go by myself? No, I want you to just go 10 feet down the stairs. There's 10 stairs right there. Raymond starts walking down the stairs. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah, Raymond, just check to see what's around the corner real quick. You're taking too long. All right, I follow Raymond. I'm not saying going in the stairs. Ah, God. Stop yammering and get down the stairs. I got the lantern up between the two of us. All right. Uh, Raymond, are you taking the lantern? Uh, No, Bush still has the lantern. Raymond's just walking down the stairs. Okay. But I'm, uh, like, yeah, catching so Raymond, up. Uh, roll... Oh, both of you, then. Roll a spot hidden check or um, an occult check. Ooh. Normal success by one. Ooh. I thought you were going to be, like, extreme success. No, no, I just <laughs> barely got it. on the planet. <laughs> I have a hard success on occult. Perfect. 
So um, I think as you walk down Butch, you start to notice that same hazy iridescence that you've been seeing with the sunset seems to follow you as you descend these stairs. And as you peek around the corner, you start to see maybe it looks like the stairs continue to lead downward into the mouth of a cave. But even as you look, it seems that these stones that make up these stairs start to gather that same radiance, almost as if they're shimmering with colors. And Raymond, you look out onto that sun that's now coming towards the horizon, not quite set because it's only about 4, 4.15 in the afternoon. But that shimmering haze over the sea makes you think of an old Native American legend um, concerning a spirit that floats over the water and seeps into the rocks, taking life from everything. And as you look down at the stones again, you too see that shimmer of color leading to the cave. Ah, Raymond jumps in the air. I imagine as a comical scene, Butch trying to catch him. But, yeah, right? But that's up to you. Grab him by the back of the neck as he jumps backwards. Whoa. Yeah, like by the scruff. Uh, the the rocks are um, probably, they're wigging me out. You guys yeah, all right down up. there? Yeah, just a little, a little weird lighting. All right, but no one right around the corner, I'm guessing? All right, well, uh, Professor, the doc and I... Do you like old Professor, or do you like prefer Doc, or like... You may call me Rose. Oh, uh... It's like... Yes, all right. Poison lighting or something. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Rose, why don't you go down there and check it out? I'll be... I'm gonna be right behind you, so you can kind of be in between us, you know? Uh, all right. Um, and she very carefully pads her way down behind Butch as well, um, and comes to where the two of you have stopped. Professor, you might want to put your shoes back on. Oh, I I dropped them up there. There's, um... I'll I'll go get them. I I think the rocks are, uh, unhealthy or something. She listens to you, runs back up, puts on her shoes, and then totters back down kind of shakily. And let me, let me see those. Give me, give me, give me the shoes real quick. Where you gotta put you gotta put them on, Butch. That's weird to put them on right now. Take the turn them upside down and like hold them up. Take the hammer, whack whack, hit the heels off of them. <laughs> oh, uh, those were my favorite pair of shoes. And you wore them to like a murder house, sort of well, thing. I wear them most days, and I didn't realize it was a murder house. Nobody's been murdered in there, as far as I know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Better than that, get your feet all burned off on a, some sort of acidic rock of some kind. Butch, can you can you put me down? Yeah, let go of his neck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just maybe don't touch the rocks with your bare hands. Walter, at this point, are you down the stairs as well? Yeah, I kind of followed right behind the professor, just like making sure. Like basically, we were trying to do if this was like another tabletop RPG, or like you know, I'd be like in the back and then like you sure, know, sure, sure. kind of our marching order that way. Sure. Um. Walter, I I kind of want you to roll, like, your knowledge about the water and about the harbor, but I'm trying to, like, there's not really that here. Nat- natural world? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you can roll natural world if you have points in there. I do. I'm glad I get to use it, because I'm certainly gonna, not going to use pilot my fishing boat that I invested in. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, only a 64. Uh, so that means I it's a fail. Okay. Um, in that case, you don't notice anything about the caves and the stones. 
It's okay. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> it's it's kind of Walter too. Like he's a little amped up about what's going on, so it ma- it makes sense. Dice don't lie. All right. What do you do now that you're at the mouth of this cave? All right. So, um, if there are a bunch of people, if it's a cave, do you think there's like tunnels and stuff down there? Like a like some sort of what's that? You know that book that like Aaron was like tutoring me and we read last year, Butch. It was like with like those that is like a he- uh, a a bullhead guy. And it was like really twisty and turny and shit. Something. Oh, the the uh, the 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 labyrinth uh, story. The yeah yeah uh, yeah. The one, oh, labyrinth. That's the word I'm looking for. Thanks. Yeah, like that sort of thing. What if there's like one of those down there? Well, I guess we'll have to find out. We we'll have to leave a trail, find our way back. Don't you think, Ray? I I, I mean, I left some garlic cloves. Um, I got I some more. Yeah, yeah, we'll maybe. have to mock our way. We can right. use the the skin off the garlic bulb. It's um, it gets everywhere. I'm kind of stalling because I'm scared. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not scared at all. And Raymond's holding the hammer, and his hand is just shaking. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll take the first step. Watch my back, Ray. Just stay right on my right shoulder. Good idea, Butch. Hold the um, lantern out, arms width, and kind of start creeping in past the threshold of the opening. And uh, Professor, you go right behind Raymond. I'll be right behind you. All right. That's the marching order. Um, but you can see that the light actually shines pretty far into the cave from the sun because that sun is now going towards the west. Um, but as you get probably about a hundred or so feet into the cave, that's when you realize the light starts to dim. And when you look behind you, you can kind of see the spot where you entered. Um, but afterwards, there's not, you know, you can't really see more light beyond that. And so having this lantern with you was a good idea. And as you follow the cave into the um, further down, you see that it's a pretty narrow cave with just kind of one pathway. Um, And so as you follow that, the cave starts to veer even further downward and towards the right. And you seem to be wending and weaving below Providence Harbor. And you kind of see that, you know, in the cave, it's overall quite damp where the light of your lantern catches, you see again that strange iridescence um, in different pools and also where the water is dripping down from the ceiling on the stalagmites and the stalactites that you can see. Can I uh, attempt to re-roll the natural world uh, with this new mineral formations? Sure. I just want to do something right. Yeah! Oh, that's great! Oh, that's that's a 12. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, that's nice. a uh, that's a middle uh, not a just regular it's a it's a hard success but not a yeah. So you realize as you're kind of wending your way down, you are now almost below sea level, and so you realize, Walter, knowing the harbor and knowing the waters having grown up here, that this place is probably only accessible during low tide. During high tide, which is during the middle of the day, this place would likely be flooded. And so the only reason that you're able to come now is because you're heading towards low tide in the afternoon. So we, uh, oh. Hey, guys, so... What? I do have a bit of a... There's a... I mean, this place is probably only accessible during low tide, right? Because, um, which A, explains why no one... Like, I've been down the docks a lot. I've never seen this place before. Um, but also it's... So that means it's probably been here a while. 
uh, submerged over time, right? But it's the middle of the afternoon, and that's it's a low tide right now. So that's why we can't. That's why we're able to go down. But ultimately, the tide will come back in at some point. So uh, if it goes down for like so long, like and we have to like stay here overnight or something, it's that'd be bad. That'd be bad news. So you're saying we got a time limit? Uh, it, uh, not like immediate time limit, but there's it's a time limit nonetheless. And not staying down here longer than I have to. Everyone roll a listen check. Butch uh, failed. Uh, Walter failed. Failed. Did the professor roll? Uh, oh, she, wow, she actually rolled really well. Okay, her listen wasn't the best, but she literally rolled a 12. Uh, so that's a success for her. Her listen was, like, 20. Um, so, yeah, she tells you, stop. Do you hear that? What? Hear what? Because she kind of points it out to you, despite you hearing kind of the lapping of the tides and the ocean outside of the cave, you too start to hear a slow, quiet, almost inaudible sound coming from beyond where you are in the cave. And you hear this low droning. And as you listen over the course of a few seconds, you realize that you're hearing chanting from multiple voices. You can't make out the words because of how far away it is and because of how low it is, but you do hear the distinct voices chanting. Sounds sounds kind of like church. People chanting or something. Yeah, it sounds like the Latin. Uh, actually, uh, so is this, so obviously Providence, notoriously very Catholic, City. Very Italian, and very yeah, very because it was very Italian. So the mass would have been in Latin at this point. So, oh yeah, we couldn't. We probably can't recognize the the words from the distance. But uh, like, as we, I guess, are we creeping closer yet, or no? We're still in the same spot. Up to you guys. I would have kept going within a few seconds after she said that, but yeah. So I guess as we kinda, get closer, you, see, we... you visibly see kind of his hand shaking a little bit with the lantern, like. Oh, hey, uh, Butch, maybe we should, like, not point the lantern towards the chanting. I am not going to get cold cocked because I can't see something. I'm just saying maybe... I'll, I'll, turn, it, it, I'll turn it down a little dimmer. Yeah, I'll put, put the little put shade the iris, down. yeah, the thing, yeah. I turn it down to, like, so it's just barely light enough for me to see where I'm going. It's good, yeah. Are you guys sneaking or are you guys just going to, I like... am going to sneak, yes. Yeah, no, sneaking as hell. If you're if you're gonna sneak, then I need everybody to roll stealth. Hell yeah! Finally, a good stat for me. I am very bad at this. Do da do da. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god! As I rolled is so the bad. Jesus Christ! I have rolled nothing under eighty except for once this entire oh, no. four or five sessions. I rolled an, an eighty. Oh, that's I rolled a 95 for the professor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've got an 80 in stealth. It's those broken heels. <laughs> it really is. Uh. Um, all right, so you guys progress forward. You're trying to be quiet. And at first, you seem to be succeeding. The four of you kind of creep along, and you start to hear that the chanting gets louder and louder. Right when you get to a turn in the cave, you begin to make out words, and you hear... Venite. Et fructum non processit formationem tempore ex basho colorum veni nobiscum ut et in te ipsum. As you make that cor- turn that corner to see what's going on, I think the professor trips because of how badly she rolls, 
and knocks into whoever's in front of her, which I think is Raymond, which then causes like a chain reaction. So she trips, knocks into Raymond, who knocks into Butch, who I think you need to make either roll like a sleight of hand or a dex to see if you drop your uh, lantern. That's a hard success. Nice. So you hold on to your lantern, but I think in the process of all of this, because none of you were very stealthy, you all kind of make like oof and like oof kind of noises as you all bump into each other. (laughs) And as you do that, you realize, Butch, as you look forward and kind of stumble and look back up, that your light is not the only light in this cave. And instead, 50 feet from you, where that chanting was coming from, you see six figures looking back at you, all hooded, all standing around what appears to be a podium. And let's go back to Angel and Aaron. D18, what up? All right. So you guys, Aaron, you've gone to the bathroom, you've given Angel the gun, you have your bat, and you are back outside of your house. Um, where are you going? You said the harbor? Yeah, I think at that point, I would have definitely, like, after setting everything up, I would have um, went to the harbor, kind of like hand in hand, like kind of like pulling and you're like, come on, we got to go. We got to save our friends. Yes, you might think I'm insane, but I want you to know I'm insane for my friends. I just want you to be healthy as we go. I do not care if you think you're all insane. We are here to help each other. Uh, I'm going to say that you're probably about five, ten minutes behind the others now because it took them, you know, 15 minutes to get down to the harbor. It took you 15 to get back up to the house, come out, go back down. Um, it took them a little while, like, as they were talking and finding a lantern. So you get to the harbor. Did you guys see the map and, like, where the where the stairs were? Briefly. I think, so? I, I, think I took a, a quick glimpse of it because I think it was Raymond was holding the paperwork at the time. Okay. So I probably like took like a quick like mental snapshot of like where the staircase would have been going into the cove. Go ahead and roll navigate. Oh, I failed. Oh, so my passed. Okay. I got a seven. And nice. the navigate's a 10%. So it doesn't take you any additional time to get to the stairs. I think you kind of remember where you're going, Aaron, and it doesn't take you additional time to get down to where the stairs are. And you happen to notice the clove of garlic that Raymond has left for you on the stairs. Ah, that oh. silly boy and his vampires. But at least you'll lead us to, to the rest of the group, so thank you, Obsession for Vampires. I suppose that is a good point, yes. And I, I hope they haven't gotten into too much trouble while us being gone. Are you two going to take the stairs down? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Although I um, think... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down the stairs. We have to help our friends. Go ahead and also roll either a cult or spot hidden. By the skin of my teeth, I passed. I also passed. All right. So both of you too notice that shimmering iridescence quality in the in the stone um, that you've noticed over the course of the last year that you've been living here that you have seen with the sunset as you take the stairs down. Is this the same iridescence that was in that lady's cloak? Yes. Really spooky. 
So she's just putting psychedelic moss on her clothes now is what I'm getting. <laughs> I do not know if there is a rhyme or reason to it in such a way. Perhaps it is a moss. It's rather pretty. It uh, is. We should just let's just keep going. See, hopefully we can catch up to the rest of the group. Are you moving through the caves? Uh, yeah. I, I, I kind of would have asked Andrew at some point, like, do you feel comfortable wielding the gun? If not, you don't have to use it. I just feel comfortable that you also have it. I will be able to use the gun if I need to use the gun, I think. Okay. That, that kind of, like, relieves me knowing that, like, okay, I... I didn't put my hands completely in danger. Like, I, at least I know, like, okay, you got my back. You got this. We can go and get our friends. So, like, all right, let's just keep let's just keep our eyes forward. Let's try not to touch any of this and be careful of what we might step on. All right, so you too walk through the caves, and you notice the same thing as the other group, which is that there is sun and light into the cave for about a hundred feet. But as you continue beyond that, you realize that the cave is pitch black, and without a lantern, you are not able to see where you're going. Um, and while the cave seems to only kind of wend one way without any branches to its cave, it continues to move down. And I'm going to need both of you to. To either roll navigate or survival. Oh, I'm bad yes. at both of those. What are the odds? I rolled the same as the last navigate check, which means I failed. I, I, I rolled survival good. So I do think that um, Angel, you and Aaron, because of the fact that it is dark, the only way for you to guide yourself through the caves is to hold the walls and to follow the walls. Um, down into the caves. There's really no other way to do it. Angel, as you touch the caves and you touch that iridescence, you feel a slimy feeling that kind of covers your fingers. And you slowly realize that you begin to feel more and more tired. I'm going to need you to take a point of damage, just actual damage, to your HP. And I'm also going to need you to take to sanity damage. Aaron, you're not going to take any damage in terms of your uh, health since you, but you because you did touch this the walls and you did touch this iridescence. I too am going to need you to take one more point of sanity damage as you begin to just feel exhausted um, as you move through this cave. Perhaps it was not you alone that needed a nap. I am feeling very put upon all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, let's just keep pushing forward. We're, we're almost, hopefully we're almost there. It is a good plan. Let's cut back to our other three. So as the four of you look on at this scene, the figures in their robes turn to look at you. Four of them go right back to what they're doing. They look at the center of the podium and they continue to chant that Latin that you've heard them chant before. Venite ec fructum non prasisit formationem tempore ex spatio colorum. Two of them turn to you and from the depths of their robes, their gray iridescent robes, they pull out knives. Shit, they got weapons. 
Well, yeah. I mean, fuck. Should we, uh... I mean, we're here for the be the seekers of truth, right? We're just here to seek a truth. I mean, I don't know what your problem is. One of them you hear speak. You can't really see their face, but her voice is distinctly feminine, and she says, I don't know how you got here, but you need to leave. This does not concern you. We've seen your machine. Then you know too much. And she's going to come at you, Butch, because you're standing in the front with a lantern. Uh, What's your dex? 80. 80, nice. Okay, so um, she is going to try and come at you, but I think you have a higher dex than she does, so you actually get to go first. Yeah, I played this game. Are you going to be fighting, or are you going to be defending? Oh, no, I'm going to be duck and weaving. Um, Okay, so... Uh, so the way that this is going to work is basically she is attacking and you are dodging. And so you're going to roll a dodge and she's going to roll uh, a fighting with her knife. Okay. And I've, I've got the lantern in one hand and hammer in the other. If I get an opening, I do want to try to maybe try to counter. I'm going to tell you right now she rolled a four. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, the, the rest of you guys, go ahead and look down at your decks to, and just tell me what it is so I can determine who goes first. 50. 50, okay. Walter. 40. The prof is very slow. I had a hard success. So, um, basically, if the attacker achieves a higher level of success, then they deal damage. It is a knife, and she has normal builds, so I think it's just a d4 in this case, plus her weapon damage... The fighting knife, so it's a D4 plus two. Uh, So you take three damage, Butch, as she sinks this knife down. I think it's going to kind of go, like, right into your shoulder as she pulls it back out. Fuck! So, uh, Tyler, can you just roll a dex roll for me? I just want to see between you and the cultist who goes first. Uh, 51. Okay, 51. Okay, so you're going to go before the other uh, cultist. All right. So, could you describe the environment a little bit? Uh, is it is it like kind of just a flat cave, and there's a podium, and they're kind of just sitting there, like we're standing around? Yes. So, this cave has opened up to a little bit bigger. It was quite narrow. It's now almost like the end of the cave, so to speak. In the center, you can see what appears to be a rocky mound or podium that you can't quite see because the other figures are kind of around it and chanting and looking away from you. And there are four of them right now that are chanting and two of them that are coming to attack you. Okay. But there's no ledges or anything I can... Okay. There's not really any ledges. Um, there might be some that are pretty high up. You do notice now that the ceiling here is, is quite high, so you can't really get get up. Um, and the only way out really is the way that you came in. Are there any stalagmites on the ground near, my, near me? Probably towards the side, but there's not like a ton in the center of okay. where right, you cool. are. Just, just getting the lay of the land here. Um, seeing that this woman just stabbed one of my best friends in the world in his fucking throwing arm. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I am gonna, like, just lunge forward with the uh, gaffing hook and try to, like, just at, in rage, just try to get her in the neck or something. Okay, at her? Yeah. Great, okay. So she is, you know, she's gone, and I think she's probably gonna try and dodge from you, so go ahead and roll for, uh, roll for your... Um, for your hook, and she's gonna try and roll to see if she's able to dodge. No, she cannot dodge. She failed. 85. Uh, I got a 43, which is a success. 
Okay, go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. So it's a d6 then plus a d4? Exactly. Great. That's a five on the d6. Nice. And that's a three on the uh, d4, so that's an eight damage. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you swing this hook, and you, like, sink it probably, like, into her chest and pull it back out, and you see just, like, a spray of blood kind of go across. Uh, She looks pretty hurt, um, and her uh, hood falls back, and you see what appears to be a young woman. She doesn't look that much older than you, maybe 20, 21, but her eyes are enraged, and she continues to wield her knife. So now it is going to be uh, the second um, cultist's turn who's coming at you guys. Um, she, uh, she or he, I guess you don't know, is going to come towards Raymond um, because the other two have gone. So she's going to come after the smallest person and is going to also attack you with their knife. But Raymond, what are you doing? Are you dodging or are you fighting back? Dodging. Dodging. Okay, go ahead and roll your dodge. This person failed. So... I have a critical success. Nice. There is no damage that is inflicted. (laughs) And it is now your turn. All right. Uh, I would like to dodge past this cultist. I would like to see what's on this podium that they're chanting at. What is, um, what's on the podium? You see on the podium with just the lights and the torches that are in this cave and also with the lantern that I think Butch has, um, a golden statue, approximately four feet off the ground very small actually not it's it's standing four feet above the ground because of the podium but it itself is only about a foot tall and you see this golden statue of what appears to be a creature with tentacles coming from its lips and limbs and at first you would have thought that this was some type of octopus or squid that you learned about at school but then you see that on its back are golden wings that are open and arched outwards go ahead and roll a sanity check for me could be bad. there's your vampires while he's rolling that fate where are the other lights coming from in this room there are actually torches up like on the walls oh okay like sconces yeah, yeah. that's a hard success actually for once. Nice. Okay. So um, you only take one point of sanity damage by looking upon this golden statue. Okay. All right. I think everybody has gone. The um, four other people continue to chant as if you guys are not even there. Is Professor going to do anything? Oh, yeah. I forgot. I keep forgetting about the Professor. Sure. She's going to take her pencil and she's going to try and attack the cultist that tried yeah. to attack Raymond. Lead poison. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> I can tell you now, her fighting brawl is horrible. But she rolled a nine! Nice! Um, <laughs> this professor is clutch. Uh, Go I, for the eyes! Yeah, I think this is just going to be like a d4 of damage, and that's it, because it's a pencil. Let's Go. be real. Go for she the eyes, boo! Three Go for damage the eyes. to this cultist. My gosh! Go, Professor Rose Germain! She's a beast, man! She Seriously. is a beast! Took a shot like a champ in the ribs. I know. Um, She still hasn't recovered from that. Now, after this first round, everybody roll a sanity check for me. Lovely. And we have to beat our current sanity? Is that how it works? We want to be less. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Not what our max was, but our current sanity. Correct. Your current sanity. I I mean, I got a 95, so that's a fail. 
I had a a critical success. Um, And Raymond? I have a fail. Okay. So just for everyone who failed, you start to feel this creeping sensation of tiredness, of exhaustion come on to you, almost as if something is dragging you down, as if fighting has taken a lot out of you, and you both take one point of sanity damage. Butch, you are going strong. Okay. And let's see... Uh, Rose Germain. Rose Germain, while having nothing else, except is just intelligence and sanity, rolls pretty well and also feels great after stabbing a cultist with a pencil. Okay, all right. So that's one round down. As you guys are engaging in this combat, um, Angel and Aaron, you begin to hear the sounds of fighting, of people, just noises of them hitting each other. Um, people maybe stabbing each other, um, and you run forward despite being in the dark to come upon this area of light, and you see the scene before you. The four figures chanting in a language that you don't speak around this podium. Raymond looking onwards, shocked to see what he is seeing, and the rest of them standing right at the entrance to this little circle, engaged in a fight. What are your decks in general, sorry? Um, my decks is 60. Mine is also 60. Okay, both of you just roll dex rolls just to see who goes first. 85. 27. Aaron, you're going to go first. Angel, you're going to go after Aaron. One round in. Butch, it's back to the top of the order. It's you. Um, what are you doing? Um, how far are we from the other four right now? You are kind of engaged in combat right now with everybody who is, like, in this area. You're probably, like, a good, you know, like, 30, 40 feet from them. I will say, though, that if you want to try and get away from them, that's going to take a turn because you just have to, like, first of all, like, almost, like, disengage from them and then walk away. So, like, you wouldn't be able to, like, just leave, walk up and do something to the people who are chanting. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, see, remember what you had said, though, from, like, how far they were from us when we entered the room. I think you said 50 yeah. feet, roughly. Is that still you're roughly? About 50 feet, roughly 50 feet. I think, you know, if you're rushing forward to, like, hit these people, now we're probably, like, in that 30, 40 feet range. Okay. After seeing uh, Walter hit, hit this uh, woman, um, I see her kind of... Uh, Vulnerable, and I'm going to uh, take the hammer and try to hit her over the head with it. Okay. The one that he injured. Okay. Uh, she's going to try and dodge from you, so go ahead and roll your attack with your hammer, fighting, fighting brawl. She succeeds in her dodge roll. Uh, it's actually a hard success. No, that's going to be fail. Okay, so she's able to dodge out of the way, and you're not able to hit her. Um, it is now Aaron's turn. Aaron, you have come upon the scene. What do you do? So scanning from the scene, I'm going to run up, ask, is everyone okay? We don't have to be here. We can just leave. And I'm going to um, roll persuade. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll on roll 20 because I want to do a group persuade. That, like, it just got real for us. We should go. Now, Mattel, you're going to have to roll real well to try and persuade these uh, oh, cultists. No. <laughs> we can't respond nope. to him, right? Uh, not quite yet. Yeah. Um, all right. So you're running up and you're trying to persuade them, Aaron. That's your turn? No, I'm tra- yeah, I'm trying to, like, persuade, like, my friends to, like, okay. let's leave. And, yeah, no, I failed that. That was a, like, crit failure. All right. We will let, um, everybody respond on their turn. So, Angel, it is now your turn. You're going after Aaron. What do you do? Well, there is quite a scene in front of me right now. Um... 
I'm gonna grip my gun, or rather the gun, it's not mine, but I'm gonna grip the gun, and uh, I'd like to fire it at one of the cultists who's not doing any, like, who's just chanting. Okay, um, so I think there are rules about trying to, like, aim and fire at somebody who is... Yeah, so I'm supposed to ready... How, How far away are they? So they're about 40 feet from you at this point. Is that long range? I I have been struggling to find the range for a handgun, and all I found is the damage. Um, for a revolver, which I think th- this is what this is, this is about 15 yards, so that's about 45 feet. So actually, you could. This would be within range for you. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to shoot at one of the people. I mean, I'm almost certain to not hit. Go ahead. You miss every shot you don't take, right? That's true. You could actually, if you wanted to aim for one round, give yourself a bonus dice. Yeah, I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to move forward so that I'm 30 feet away and uh, off to the side from the actual melee combat as much as I can. And you're going to, like, aim it at one of the people. And I'm going to aim it at one of the people. And I'm not going to shout anything. I'm just going to let them be distracted. Okay. All right, so you're going to aim. Yeah, and it said, so, ready to firearms act at dex plus 50 for the purpose of determining dex in the turn order. All right, so uh, you're aiming. So this is, we're going to go back to the female cultist who you've stabbed or with, your, uh, with your hook, um, Walter, with her hood back. She is quite angry at you after you've, like, stabbed her. She's going to try and stab you right back. Are you going to fight her back or are you going to try and dodge out of the way? I'm going to fight her back. You know, fight her back. Okay. Um, this lady is rolling real well. That is a zero, zero, and another six. Okay. See, it wouldn't matter if I dodged anyway. Um, so what do I have to... What I'm, if I'm fighting back, how does that counter then? So you essentially can, like, either... Like, if you're fighting back with your fists, you can roll fighting brawl. You can try and, like, fight back with your little, like, hook, which, in case you would roll that. And basically, whoever has, like, the higher degree of success... How t- um, okay, and how tall is she? She is smaller than you. Yeah, right, because I'm like 6'2". Could I like use yeah. strength to like push her back? Like almost, not like a, in a comedic way, but like as she comes forward, can like just use, not like swing back, but like push that sort of thing? Um, if you succeed, I will allow you to roll a strength roll to see if you push her back. Okay, so this is, uh, but it's not But first you that's have to like, try and like parry her, essentially. Okay, and that's fighting? Or... Well, I'll use my hook for it. Nah, it's a success. It's a 48, but... Okay. Um, she actually has uh, an extreme success, so she does, like, their level of success is higher than you, yes. so they will deal damage. Um, okay, so she's going to roll, and you're going to take three points of tr- uh, full damage, like, actually, like, like real damage, yeah. not sanity damage. Um, all right, but it is your turn. All right, um, I'm going to then uh, swing that hook right back at her face. Okay, she's going to try and attack you, so basically she's going to, like, try and, like, block you, and if she does and succeeds, then she's going to be able to hit you back. That's a four. Okay, you have a higher level of success than she does. She actually succeeded as well, but go ahead and roll your damage. So mine's mine's an extreme success, which is exciting, so that's uh, a d6 plus four. Uh, fuck, that's a one. That's a four, though, on the d4, uh-huh. so that's a five damage total. 
So you hit her for five damage. Um, now we're gonna go to the second uh, cultist who was can we uh, answer, trying to it. I guess can we answer Aaron when he's, I guess he does not. Uh, when he gets, when uh, the Norm gets back to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so, I, and actually, actually, why don't you, if you wanna respond to him, you can go ahead. Yeah, I'll just say, Aaron, uh, as I'm like kind of wheezing, he's, Aaron, they are, they know we saw the portal and they, they're not gonna let us leave. Uh, all right, second cultist is going to come and attack Butch um, because Raymond got out of the way. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Butch, were you going to defend or were you going to attack back? Uh, I'll uh, try to dodge this one. Okay, um, go ahead. That was a uh, 95, so I don't know if that's a critical fail or a regular fail, but it's a Just fail. a regular fail, but the cultist also fails, so neither of you take any damage. Oh, thank God. I have been ruined like crap. <laughs> it is now the professor's turn. The professor's going to try and go back after that um, cultist that she previously hit with her pencil. Uh, the professor, unfortunately, uh, well, rolls a fail regardless, so there's no damage that's actually done. Uh, but the cultist would probably try and... Uh, hit back and also fails. All right, no damage was done. Butch, it is now your turn. There are two cultists fighting the two of you. Angel has stepped off to the side to try and shoot one of the cultists that's chanting. That is two rounds gone now. Oh wait, end of round, everybody roll a sanity check. 45, that's a success for me. Shit. I'm rolling good on those. I had a, <clears throat> another uh, critical success. Yeah, I got a crit success. Where it's one fifth Okay. All right. Um, you all feel fine. Nobody is taking any sanity damage this turn. Butch, it is now your turn. I am going to um, am the, uh, since there's already light in here, slam the uh, oil lantern, which I assume this is, straight down at the feet of the cultist that cut me. Okay. Uh, With these long robes. Yeah, right at her feet. Okay. So, would that be a throw? Yeah, go ahead and roll a throw. Yeah. I'm good at throwing things. Where is throw? Come on, give me at least under 80. Okay, that's a uh, hard success. Okay, um, yeah, you throw it at her feet. I think it hits her, and I think it deals... I'm going to give it like a d4 damage, just because it's not like a huge thing that's going to cause a ton of damage. Why don't you roll a luck to see if it breaks and like starts a fire? Uh, we didn't start the fire. No, it does not. But you definitely dealt four damage to her. <laughs> um, okay, all right, it is now Aaron's turn. Aaron, um, you try to persuade everybody, but I don't think anybody was persuaded, unfortunately. Yeah, my, my group was intent on fighting cult members. Well, no, I, uh, when you were gone, uh, I, I mentioned uh, that, like, the uh, thing that... Um, Aaron didn't get to hear because they were lagging that we mentioned we saw the portal and they said we've seen too much and they weren't going to let us leave basically mm, so I, I let okay. you know that kind of wish you would have let us go one of the cultists is about to feel my baseball bat okay which one you are standing near two of them one who's unhooded and is a woman and the other one is still hooded folks I want you to know that I do not condone hitting women while they're <laughs> down I'm just saying if they're, cult, if they're cult members, it's kind of a bit of free reign. Okay, go ahead. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit her. Okay, she's <laughs> gonna try and hit you back. Okay. Uh, what, what am I rolling for again? So you're gonna roll a club, um, which if you have like fighting club, then you should be able to roll whatever that is. Otherwise, I'll just have you roll your fighting brawl. Oh, I have. I don't have fighting club written down. I'll just write 
fighting brawl. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you a d6 damage in that case, then. <laughs> so, she... I crit success. I, I did a crit success. Zero, zero, and one. Okay. Um, she failed her damage, so you're allowed to roll a damage roll, so go ahead and roll the d6 plus your damage build. I don't think you said you had a damage build before, right? Like, you just, because you're like a, like a smaller person? Yeah, damage build is zero. Okay. So go ahead and roll your d6. Okay, that is five. It doesn't matter what you roll, because she did. Yeah, I brained her real good. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you, like, just whack her, and she falls and, like, faints, and you don't hear from her again. <laughs> um, all right, I'm, Aaron, are I'm you super done? tired. I'm like, that's one down. How many more are out there? Uh, so there's one who's still fighting you, and then there's another four that's chanting. Oh, oh good. Um, all right. Uh, Angel, it's your turn now. You are, I have you are aiming a ready a, a gun. gun. All right, yeah. go ahead and roll shooting. Um, like roll your gun, and you can roll it with a bonus die. I keep calling it advantage, but that's very D and D of me. It helps me when you say advantage. <laughs> so, my first roll was a failure, and my second roll was a hundred. A hundred? Zero zero zero. So that's like an extra extra failure. Yeah, because yeah. usually if it's not triple zeros, it's 90 plus the 10. I think something right. bad happens. I think you shoot Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But that was the bonus die. Oh, oh okay. I see. Uh, so you, you get whatever the like other one was. Yeah. So good thing you yeah. didn't have a bonus. Okay. So you, yeah. just, you just rolled a failure. Yeah. I just rolled okay, a failure. So you miss. Whew. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I pee though. On, on brand, though. <laughs> Alright, I think you just missed Look, I don't like Raymond, but I'm not trying to shoot him I'll take a miss Okay. They definitely know I'm shooting at them now, though Yeah, you, you hear like a definite like gunfire And I think because you, There's that gunfire and you hear that One more cultist turns around And allows the other three to continue chanting And now is turning around To come and fight you Alright, cultist number one Is dead uh, Angel, are you going to do anything else? Uh, I'm gonna ready for another shot. Okay. Probably right. the one that's approaching me. Um, I think you're gonna have to take another round to do that because you've like shot this time. But okay, definitely do that with your next turn. Uh, all right, Walter, it is your turn. All right, seeing, uh, you know, Aaron, he's gonna turn and say, "You shouldn't be here, but well, I'm glad you are." And then I'm just gonna um, try to. Rest- uh, can I grab the knife from her, the lady? Uh, oh, she's down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I brained the fuck No, I know. Her. I, I want to grab... Yeah, I want to I want to pry the knife from her cold, dead hands so I can utilize oh, sure. it within... Uh, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, you can probably... You can do that. It's not... You, you don't have to roll for it because she's not resisting you. What's the uh, uh, damage on that one versus, like, the hook? It, it's, a, it's a D4. Okay. Plus um, your, damage bo- your damage build. Okay, so I'm just going to, like... Um, I'm, I'm kind of rolling my hook and I'm like excited about this so I'm just gonna take the knife and like kind of um, toss it behind I'll to- I give it to the can I give it to the professor uh sure but this is gonna be your whole turn I'm okay. not gonna let you attack if you're gonna do that fair enough I'm just gonna throw it behind me then uh and then go to try to res- I'm gonna try to grapple the uh the cultist uh, the, that's okay. the other one that's nearest to us so is do you have a grapple I, I didn't know that was a skill Okay. If you don't have a grapple, then roll your strength. And similarly, the cultists are going to roll their strength to try and not be grappled. 
to success, but not a hard success or anything. Uh, mine's a success as well. Okay, so it goes to the roller, so you do grapple this person. Great. Um, so you have like a hold of them. Yeah. They're kind of like not able to move. Great. But they can try and break out of it. Okay. Which um, it is now their turn because they go after you and they are going to try and break out of it. So roll another strength check. That's another success. And okay. it's, a, it's and a 69, so nice. <laughs> 69. <laughs> nice. Um, so they failed, so they stay in that grapple. Um, cultist number three, the one who turns around, is going to raise up their knife um, and come after. You're grappling. Angel's on the side shooting people. Uh, Butchers of it are going to come after Aaron. Aaron, are you going to dodge or are you going to try and fight back when they come at you with this knife? I'm going to definitely go for a dodge then. Okay. Ooh, okay. They got a hard success. I uh, got a success. I got a 22. So, because their level of success was higher than yours, they still get to inflict damage. Okay. And you're going to take four uh, piercing, I get dagger damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that's their turn. It is now um, the professor's turn. Wait, how much did I take for points? Four. So not points? sanity, actual damage. After, yeah, current hit points. Yeah, current hit points. Your boy looking hurt. Okay, it is now going to be the professor's turn. The professor is going to try and go after, again, that uh, that cultist that has been the second one, the one that you are now trying to grapple. She's going to try and stab them, and so it's going to be harder for them to dodge out of the way, essentially. So they're going to roll their um, dodge check with a penalty dice or disadvantage. This lady is like on a freaking roll. That's the other one. Let's see what... (laughs) That lady was on a roll until she rolled on the ground. Yeah, that's true. Okay, Uh, so she succeeds in terms of her stabbiness. Oh, the professor succeeded. Sorry, my bad. I thought you said the cultist. I was like, oh, yeah, no. no. Let's go, lady. She's great. She rolls really well. All right, and deals uh, three damage to that cultist. Um, all right, everybody, again, roll your sanity check. This is the end of round three. Fail. That's a failure from Anshel. That's a success. also fails. All failure right. from Butch. Everyone that fails, you're going to take two additional sanity damage. Has anybody dropped below 20 points of their total sanity? Um, <laughs> no, but I'm hanging on a thread. <laughs> so, again, you just feel that draining sensation of just feeling like you're exhausted this fight is taking much more out of you than it actually should i'm gonna tell you that something real bad's gonna happen at the end of round four if you don't take care of some of these some more of these cultists um all right Brooks, it's your turn fuck i see the one grappled so there's no one attacking me right now i see the lady stabbing him i see anshil with a gun i know how to use a gun uh can i get over to her grab it and fire in one action or would I have to fire next round? I think you can fire but I think because it's of how frantic it's going to be I'm going to give you a penalty dice if okay. you want to do that. However if you wanted to take the time to aim I'll let you do that um, with like a normal thing. All this round or? No that would be next round okay. so you need one round to aim. Okay. Um, do it I have a plan. Do it you have a plan? I have a plan that involves me not having a gun. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I heard the gunshot go off. I was like, oh, they brought a gun to a knife fight. Awesome. <laughs> so I run over. I grab the gun. Yeah. Or I go over to the angel. It's like, can I have the gun? Can I have the gun? Gunshot's given in the gun. Okay. I grab and it. Who are you I, shooting I, at? 
I immediately turn around, put it up to the head of the one he's grappling, just to take her out quick. Okay. It's going to be the easiest way to get uh, rid of someone quick. So, so I will say that that you probably can't do because, like, so if you and 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 Walter are standing here fighting, Angel's like all the way over because she said that she like stepped away from yeah, the melee gotcha. fight. So you probably like can't go grab okay. it and then run back, but okay. you could shoot it like at the people who are like chanting. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna or you could shoot try it. And aim for the person who's being grappled. No, no, no. If, then if you I might can't, hit Walter. Yeah. If I shoot. can't get it right up next to her, I'll or shoot sh- the one that's coming at us. The third one that's coming at us. Or shoot the creepy okay. statue. I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, that's true. Statue. Yeah. Sorry, it was um, Raymond. Raymond who saw it. I've been, not, no, I've been so a little busy. <laughs> Is Raymond the only one who knows about the statue? Uh, yeah, unless the rest of you guys want to go and like roll a spot hidden or go up to it, because he actually spent an action to go look for it, but right now right, it's right. Like, surrounded by people. Okay. I had not realized that I didn't know about it. That kind of throws a, a little bit of a wrench in my plans, but that's all right. Yeah. Okay. Do so we see it? Fire. Is it more evident now, like the more cultists like walk away from it, though? They're closing the circle. I think if more cultists walk away, you guys would all be able to so see. It. Right now, there's three people. There's three people standing around it. So there's now one's there's grappled, three. There, one's well, there's three. one's yeah. dead, one's yeah, grappled, another one's coming at you. Three are chanting. Cool. But yeah, and there's one more like Walter's in the way too. To yeah, and Raymond's kind of in the way, I guess. Like Raymond, like, yeah. Yeah. All right, but who are you shooting at? The one that's coming now away from the yeah, the, the third one that's coming towards us. Go for it. So I've got a 60 in firearms, handgun. So roll with that penalty dice. So yeah, that's a regular fail. So yeah, that bullet goes wide. Um, You're not able to, I think in that franticness of you Mm -hmm. grabbing the gun and shooting, you weren't able to aim. And so it just like, like ricochets off of the, off of the cave walls. Okay. So that's Um, two shots. Two rounds. Four bullets left. Yeah, four bullets. Butch, you have gone. It is now Aaron's turn. Aaron, you got your bat. You finished off one cultist. Yeah, but another cultist came at me. They're going to get my baseball bat. Okay. Uh, they're going to try and attack you back. So go ahead and roll for success. Nah, they failed. That's a crit success. Okay. So go ahead and roll your damage for them. Nice. That's a four. Four. Okay. I will tell you that this one has not been hit, so... Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Angel, it is now your turn. Um, you don't have a weapon at this point because uh, Butch has taken your gun. That's fine. Um, Angel was very happy to give it up to Butch because she is going to charge towards the three cultists who are chanting. Okay. Yep. Um, as she charges, if she gets... If she sees the the idol, uh-huh. she's going to change her strategy because initially she's like, I'll just pull these guys aside or something like I've got to stop them from chanting but as soon as she sees the idol she's going to try and grab that okay alright so you run up and I think when you get within like a good distance of them so within like 10 or 5 feet you are going to be able to see this golden idol so you're going to try and grab it yeah she's going to grab it I think you're going to have to roll a dex against their dex because they're going to try and prevent you from doing that that's um, fine. Maybe oh, well, that'll actually, delay them a, around. <laughs> unless you have like a higher, uh, a higher um, sleight of hand than they do, or a higher sleight of hand that you have. I don't have sleight of hand, okay. so I They're doubt very roll much. Their decks against your decks. Let's see. What oh decks. no! Uh, I got bad news. I got a ninety-nine. Oh no. <laughs> Is that a fumble? <laughs> it's a fumble. Uh, I think what happens is you reach for it. They go to, uh, like, 
prevent you from doing that. And because it's such a slippery cave, you slip and fall. But oh, no. when you try and go get it and one of them tries to prevent you, they stop chanting. So now nice. only two cultists are chanting. Uh, do I take any damage from the fall? You don't do take I any like... damage from the fall. Okay. Your, just wanted your to make sure I didn't like. Wounded. Sure, but I just wanted to make sure I didn't like conk my <laughs> noggin or something. No. But you slip and fall. You're going to have to take a little bit of time to get nice try. stuff. Nice um, try. Okay, uh, Tyler, it is Tyler. Walter, it is your turn. D'Amico. All right, so um, do I see An- Angel like run over there and like slip? Oh yeah. Oh shit! Uh, so Walter's gonna kind of like, uh, oh yeah, they. I'm gonna push this uh, non-gender specific person forward, just kind of like push him <laughs> off me, and then just kind of turn and book it towards the cultists uh, that okay. are chanting, and then I'm gonna try to tackle the whatever's in front of me. I don't know. I'm just gonna like throw my entire maybe at try like try to if there's an angle that I could take to. Um, like body both the cultists like because i don't know there's like a thing there so like i don't know like i just see them I'm, kind of I'm standing in a little small circle fighting brawl and see how good of a role you get yeah. before we figure out how many cultists you take yeah, out that's fine. and they're gonna they're gonna dodge from you it's john cena that's a nine <laughs> total yeah, well they failed and that's that's my extreme success. It's like if you're trying to fight someone just like with your fists, that's gonna be like just a D4. So just roll a D4 without your damage yeah. build right now. Okay. Um, to see how much you hit that first cultist by, but because you rolled so well and they failed so horribly, it's almost gonna be like a domino effect where you like you hit one and it like falls into the other. Okay. So right now you have one cultist chanting. All right, and I don't uh, I don't get to add my damage my uh, my build bonus to this. No, just because okay. I'm allowing you to domino effect some of these Got cultists. Got it, cool. That's what I thought. Uh, and uh, D4, you said? That's a... Only a one, but... You okay. Know. But now you only got one cultist chanting. Cool. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so I only, hit, I only hit the one. I didn't hit both, you said? So you hit one for damage, but both of them are now fallen, and both of them are now not chanting. Wasn't so one... one only two, two of them were chanting left after two she then, turned around, remember? Right. So that I was yeah. trying to aim for the two that were chanting still. What that might say. But that's that's what I was. But if it's if it's fine, if it's like I only got one. That's whatever. That's what I was just aiming for. All right, we're gonna say one cultist is still chanting okay. at this point. Um, okay. So Tyler, you have gone cultist number two, um, who is uh, who you like kind of pushed push, down, kind of in front of the professor, unfortunately. So okay. Sorry, lady. So she's gonna come after, or that person is gonna come after the professor. Stand up and is going to stab the professor. She can handle oh, herself. Oh no. Oh no. Okay, the professor is gonna try and dodge that. Oh no. Uh, fails, and deals her one damage. That's good because uh, the professor is not doing very well on health after she got a baseball bat to the gut. Previously, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> and the other cultist um, who had come after you, Aaron, is gonna come after you again with their knife. Uh, are you gonna dodge, sorry, or are you gonna um, attack back? Oh no, I'm gonna dodge. Okay, so go ahead and roll your dodge. Yeah, I, I succeeded. Okay, they failed. You're not gonna, no one takes any damage. Cultist number four, I believe, was the one that tried to, like, push you out of the way, Angel, and since you fell, they're going to go back to chanting, and they're not going to do any, um, they're not going to do any damage. Cultist number five was the one that you hit, Tyler, and they're going to try and attack you with their knife. 
Uh, what are you gonna do? Are you going to um, dodge? You're gonna dodge? I'll attack back because that's better for okay. me. Um, okay. I'm gonna parry with my my hook. Okay. That is a, a oh, that's a, a hundred. So. Oh jeez. It's a hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's oh a zero zero zero. It's real bad. Guys, we gotta not do this. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let them do the double damage to you then at this point. Oh no. Uh, but that's all of five. Uh, they're knives. And they just stab you twice. All right. They just stab you twice. Total? That's all that happened. Five. Okay. All right. Cold number six is gonna go back to chanting. Raymond is still staring, bewitched by the statue. The professor is gonna go and try and stab cultist number two, I believe, who's going to try and dodge. Oh my god, the professor just rolls so well. I don't understand. She's all offense. She's yeah, taking she totally is. all of our good rolls. She kills this cultist. Oh yes, two she down. She kills cultist number two. Damn. Um, yeah. Great. Everybody roll sanity. And something bad was going to happen after round four, but you guys got the chanting to stop, so that bad thing doesn't happen. Uh, well, Butchfield. That's okay. a success for Angel. I got a success. Professor uh, failed again. Everybody who uh, failed take one point of sanity damage. Okay, Butch, back to the top of the round with you. Okay, so cultists one and two are dead. Mm-hmm. Three is attacking Raymond. Uh, no one's attacking Raymond because he's just standing. What there. was three, three doing? I think was attacking Aaron. Or that's what I meant. Sorry. Yes. yes. Um, professor's still there. Walter and Angel are by the pedestal. I'm going to try to help Aaron. Um, I'm going to run over there. And can I just stick the uh, gun up, like right up into their gut and just go pow? Oh, yeah. Which Who is this? The number three. Yes, you can. Um, go ahead and roll with your uh, bonus dice or with advantage, so to speak. Sorry, I've been calling it advantage this whole time, but it's actually a bonus and a penalty die for this for Call of Cthulhu. Well, the better one was an 11, so Damn, I'm assuming, because that's going to be based on my firearm, right? Correct. Yep. And so you should roll a d10. So that is a, a, a less than one-fifth. Better than I've been rolling. Oh, that's a six on a d10. At cultist number three? Yes. Cultist number three is dead. Yes. You shoot them through the gut. Why All is right. this first lady? The first lady was like so beefy compared to the other two that we yeah, killed. The, well, she, yeah. she was kind of the boss lady and you guys all went after her. Yeah, because oh, it was like 15, 16 hit points. I thought all the hit points were going to be like that. So I'm like, oh, no. there's no fucking hope. <laughs> no. awesome. She was kind of the boss lady. Well, uh, this is the end of Hope Street. This That's is true. the end. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, it is now your turn. Um, the cultist that was attacking you was dead, just got shot through the gut. By the way, you have three bullets left. Walter's bleeding profusely. Yeah, I, I got like a good stab wound uh, on going for me as well. How many cultists are are chanting right now? You have two cultists that are chanting and one that's fighting with Walter. And again, bad things happen when the cultists are chanting. Yeah. Remind me, you, you said how bad is Walter looking? Uh, he's bleeding pretty heavily. Uh... Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna help out the the homeboy. Um, that uh, that cultist. Yep. That stabbed him. Yeah. He, he's gonna get a brain in. Okay. So you run up. I think because you are coming so close as well, you too see that golden statue. Um, and again, you see those tentacles 
and I forgot to ask Angel to do this, but whatever. Aaron, I'm gonna need you to roll a, um, a sanity check, but I'm gonna need you to roll it with a penalty dice because of everything you've read. Okay. Because you are almost most certainly going to recognize this figure. Don't worry, Faye, you can have me roll a sanity check on my turn here, because I promise I'm still going for that idol. Uh, okay, so my lowest is uh, 27. Okay, and what was your second? Your, it's actually supposed to be like whatever your highest is, because you're rolling with a penalty. No, that, that was my oh, The highest was the 27. The lowest was the 16. Okay, alright. Um, in which case, then you only take one point of sanity damage for kind of recognizing, but not really recognizing. Right. What are you at in terms of sanity damage? Thirty-seven. So what was how, what did you start off with? Fifty-five. Fifty-five. So you, if you take two more, you're gonna be at twenty. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. All right. Don't you start picking on me about this. No, it's fine. All right. Go ahead and uh, do what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna brain um the cultist uh the the next cultist I was like um fighting Walter. Okay, they're going to try and attack you back, so go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, 25. Oh, so it's just a success. Okay, so this is a hard success, so they actually have a higher success than you. So what that means is they parry you, and then they actually immediately get to do damage back. Um, so instead of you hitting them, they're actually going to stab you, but they only stab you for one. Mm, just one. Must be nice. I'm glad uh, you're not my doctor, Faye. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Aaron... You are done. Angel, you're next. Okay, so about how deep is this altar? Could I scramble around to the other side and then pop up? You could, but it's like surrounded by cultists. Like if it's like a, an altar, there's like a cultist on this side and a cultist on this side right now that are chanting because there's two cultists that are chanting. And the side that's closest to me is the one where Walter's fighting. Correct, yeah. Okay, uh, then I guess... Are they, like, fighting right up on the altar? Like, somebody's back is touching the altar? Um, I would say that it's probably not touching the altar, but they're pretty darn close. Like, the cultist was standing, like, probably within five feet of the altar, chanting. Okay, that's fine. I would like... I'll I'll bodily push anybody out of the way if I have to. I just want to leap up and and reach for that idol and try and pull it down. Slide a hand or dex, my friend. And one of the cultists who's chanting is going to stop chanting and try and stop you from doing that. But rolls an 81 and does not do that. (laughs) Well, I did not succeed, so... Okay. I mean, I think what what happens is you try to go for it, but you miss, and they try to, like, reach for you, but they miss, too. Yeah. Just, like... I, I imagine Angel leaps up and tries to grab it, and then, like, as Walter's fighting the cultist, like, the cultist, like, hits her, and because she's a 16-year-old girl, she doesn't have, like, the weight to yeah. take the hit, she's and so the, the cultist that's trying to stop her is, like, going for where she was gonna be, and she is now moving backwards, but I think she's on her feet now, yeah. unless, yeah, she okay. didn't fumble. Right. Uh, uh, so that there's that, and then no she's no longer chanting. She also wants to shout out, Waymon, grab the idol! Angel, that's your turn. Uh, Walter, it is now your turn. You are fighting cultist number five. All right. Um, and uh, Aaron is, nec- is next to me, right? Yeah, uh, also fighting cultist number five. 
I'm gonna grab him and do the same because I realized that worked really well before. I'm gonna be like, yeah, just grab him and then uh, Aaron can just hit him. A bush can run up and shoot him real quick or something. Um, okay. Or what do you think, guys? Do you think I should or do you think I should just swing? Go with your um, gut. I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> His gut's bleeding out right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely go with it but so you can pick it up. Go with right. your strength. Yeah, your strengths. My strength is my strength. Uh, so yeah, I will go with and uh, grapple him again, which I think that okay. was my initial gut instinct. So. They're uh, going to try and resist you, of course. It's a success. The, they also have a success, but you're rolling, so you get to grapple them. Great. I, uh, and then I'll try to, like, just present him or th- them okay. to, like, my friends. Or then kind of, you know. When I grapple, I kind of try to put my hand over his mouth a little bit, too. Uh, all right. So you are you have grappled this cultist. Cultist number four previously was chanting, was trying to get Angel out of the way. Um, Angel got bodied. This cultist is no longer chanting. This cultist is going to go after Angel and try to stab her. I don't want to be stabbed. Uh, but uh, go ahead and roll either dodge or um, attack to see if you're able to get back at them, but they missed. Dodge, dive, dip, duck, and <laughs> dodge. dodge. <again. laughs> Uh, I rolled an 80. No, that's a fail. Well, you both failed. <laughs> no one is... You and Cultist 4 are just, like, going around each other. <laughs> I can't Cultist do it. Cultist 5 is being grappled by... Uh, Walter is going to try and break out of the grapple. Roll your strength. That is a uh, 19. So that is a... Uh, that's a 96. You oh. grapple him harder. I break his neck, and he dies instantly, and I fix the world. <laughs> Cultist 6 is chanting still, and it is now Raymond's turn. Raymond's going to go and try and uh, grab the golden idol as instructed by Angel. And we roll a 59. Okay, he is not able to grab the idol. It's the professor's turn. The professor is like MVP. It's going to come after the cultist uh, that you have grappled to try and stab this cultist. And that cultist is going to try and dodge with, uh, obviously, a penalty dice. Man, this professor is just rolling super well. And this cultist rolled a, a 100, so is definitely not dodging. Get fucked. <laughs> That's what you and get. Takes, and takes four stabbing damage. Does he get, since it was a 100, does that double? Since that happened to no. me? Well, uh... I guess, yeah, he rolled a disadvantage, right? So, yes, it does du- double. You're right. Nice. Um, Thanks. Just because uh, I, I, I got violently stabbed, and I just want to return the favor. <laughs> yes. that, was one, that was just one more damage. Cold to six. Uh, all right, so that's the professor is done. Um, everybody roll that sanity check. It's the end of round five. Oh, just These are the only things I can pass. Yay. Pass that one. Pass. Pass. Professor does not pass. Everyone who does not pass will take one point of sanity damage. Okay. Never take me alive. Butch, back to you. Top around six. Okay. I'm going to go with my ultra strength here. <clears throat> and you tell me if I am out of line by asking this, but I would like to pull the baseball out of my pocket and be like, look at that last cultist that's chanting. Mm-hmm. And just put a nice fastball grip on it on the two seams, and just line it up, and just wing it right at their nose. Um, and being a baseball <laughs> player and a pretty damn good one, can I get that with a bonus? <laughs> with a baseball man? 
Uh, is that it's my favorite weapon? <laughs> sure. I, why don't we have you... I know, I'm, at, I'm just asking. You can say no, um, I don't... No, because you're pretty close to them, right? You're not, like, doing this at range like at all. Like, 40 feet? I mean, that's... That, oh, I, you are I mean, 40 feet. That's right, because you just uh, shot 40, cultist uh, 3. Uh, yeah, a back, yeah. A back baseball is 90. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I, I throw from second to first. That's, like, a, you know, 50-foot throw. I'm going to ask you to use firearms, though, instead of, like, decks or anything, because you are throwing something. It's not like you're aiming, but, like, you're aiming. Uh, where's firearms? But sure, okay. we can say that you're a baseball player, you're using your baseball. It's going to be a D4 damage, though. It's a baseball, it's not Yes, like yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're throwing this at cultist number six. The one, one right? that's the one chanting. That's the only one that's chanting. Yep, right in the face. The back of the head. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Sam Law, and I'm going to uh, go watch this well, after we're done. Same thing both times, but it's still a regular success. Okay. Um, they're not going to, like, roll anything for this because they're chanting, so you can go ahead and hit them in the back of the head with your baseball, and this will cause them to stop chanting. Yeah, call a nerd afterwards. Really demoralize them. Uh, hold on. I need a D4. That's a four. Nice. Okay. Great. You hear this crack. This cult is just, like goes forward but stops uh, stops chanting death. Yes. So no cultists are chanting at this point. Um, Aaron, it is your turn. What's the layout? Uh, the... So you've got three cultists that are still up. There's still cultists? Three yeah. cultists that are still up. I'm grappling one. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to like call... I'm gonna try to rupture his insides with my baseball bat. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna attack him. He's gonna try and dodge with disadvantage because he's being grappled. So go ahead and roll. Hey, that's not bad. I got a ten. Okay, so he fails. And that is a six. Okay, this is cultist number five? Mm-hmm. Okay, cultist number five is uh, either fainted or dead. Yeah, I pretty much, like, I hit I hit him so hard with my baseball bat that the cracked ribs actually puncture his lungs. So he starts bleeding internally. I don't think you it's get to really call bad. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> my it's, like, it's like Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm just thinking, like, how bad is this man? See a three. Aaron, next three. Aaron kind of pictures it in his mind that way, though. I'm sure, he's lost so yeah, much sanity. Like, he's like, "Yeah, the ribs are breaking now." <laughs> yeah, I I see his insides. I see these people's insides now. I know what I'm going for. Okay. Gonna okay, Angel, it is now your turn. Angel's gonna make another grab for the idol. Uh, Cultus Four is gonna try to pose you. <laughs> We've known that this has not gone well for Cultus Four previously. Cultus Four cannot roll. Neither can Angel. It's another <laughs> failure. Double failure. <laughs> Neither of you go anywhere. Why? <laughs> Why? You both just keep like missing each other. I think what's happening is like now you're both like trying to play like, yeah, like hand fighting. You know, like oh. try, you're both trying to like go for the thing, and but you both like go in the wrong direction. And you never, yeah. Like actually get each other. Um, all right, Walter, it's your turn. I'm going to keep um, chanting. Just drop this. Super body um, <laughs> and uh, grab uh, I'm gonna like kind of run around and uh, there's two how there's two left two left neither are chanting cool I'm gonna take a swing with my um, hook at the uh, the guy that butch just nailed with a baseball okay uh, go ahead he is gonna try and attack you back again I don't guess you don't know if this is a man or woman I got an extreme success. Uh, well, he got a failure, so go ahead and whack him. Whack a mole. Whack a cultist. Three sets, six damage total. Yeah, I think you, like, sink your, your hook into his gut, and you don't hear from this cultist ever again. Yes. Uh, kind of, like, pull it out, and it's it's not 
It's like not. Yeah, it's oh. Yeah. I yell from the forty feet away. He's out. <laughs> Cultist four. Which I just murdered a guy. What the hell? <laughs> Cultist four's turn, and Cultist four looks around, sees that all of their friends are dead or dying. Looks at Angel and is going to make a break for it with the Cthulhu statue. So, Angel, go ahead and roll that dex again. They're going to try and pull the, the, the statue. I guess you don't know what the statue is, but they're going to try and pull the statue. Fail me now. And take it with them. They're going to roll their dex. Did you get it? Did you get a good one? I got an extreme success. They also got an extreme success. Oh and it goes no! to the <laughs> Finally. I think what the happens one time. is like, they grab... They pull back, and your hand goes to, like, exactly where it was just, like, a millisecond ago. And they are going to turn tail and run out the cave. All right. We are going to now come out of combat. Everybody who has been in combat, now roll another sanity check. Now, don't they need to run past me and uh, the professor since we're still by the opening? And it's a Uh, tight... Yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess, like, they'll have to continue to try and run past you. So I'm going to have you guys roll the sanity because it's going to go to the end of that turn order before it gets... So I guess, like, the professor can try and stop them with, with, like, a grapple. Um, The professor does not roll well that time. And neither does the cultist, but is not grappled and runs. Um, I like to skin out teeth if I passed my... Yeah, just, like, right past the professor. Um, So everyone roll the sanity... Yeah. Butch passed. Okay. Yeah, I passed. Thank God. That's a pass from Anshel. Uh, uh, Walter passed as well. Professor did not and takes one point of sanity damage. I think right after the combat ends, after her eyeline has been sort of drawn in the direction of Walter and all of her bloody friends, Anshel would be like, <laughs> Meowd. <laughs> like, she needs to fix up her friends. So uh, I would like to... Uh, before um, we get to that, I think that okay. the cultist still has to run past Butch. Okay. Um, so, Butch, what are you trying to do when this cultist run, runs past you? Are you still trying to shoot them, to grapple them? What are you trying to do? Yeah, I'm going to try to shoot him if I get a chance. I see him All with right. this thing I hadn't seen before. So this is a moving target, and if you're not aiming, it means that you will have to roll with a penalty dice. Okay, yeah, do what I can. I rolled pretty good on both of them. Uh, 45 was the high one, and my firearms is 60, so that's a regular success. Roll a d10. Oh, damn. Damn. Uh, five. Yeah, pistols hit hard in in, in this game. You, um, hit this, you hit the cultist, but this is a cultist that has not been hit before. (sighs) And despite taking a bullet, probably, like, in the arm and bleeding, they continue to run past you out the cave. Would it have staggered them to them drop the statue at least, or they're still like firmly clutching onto it? Uh, I'll roll a dex roll to see if they do it. No, they hold on to the they hold on to it. Okay. They run out of the cave. There is a blood trail. <laughs> um, we are out of combat. Uh, you see around you there are five bodies, bloody or bludgeoned to death. Um, with you kids. I don't care. Walter's the Walter runs right after that guy who ran out. You're going to run right after them? Anybody yep. else? Well, Anshel, seeing how badly Walter's bleeding, is going to have to run after Walter. Okay. All of you guys that are running out now, 
I'm gonna grab a torch. You don't my have rail. a lamp. Chip. <laughs> yeah, I, was, really? I almost got there. I almost really? got there. I almost got there. Really? I almost got there. Almost. <laughs> I was like last second. No, uh, I, did, I didn't grab the torch. I was just giving you a hard time. I was gonna pick up the the lantern though that did not break, so it's still usable. True. Um, for Walter and for Angel, who kind of just hightailed it out of there, you hightail it out and it is pitch black. You again um, need to roll a navigate. Can I, uh, can I use listen to, like, listen for the guy running ahead for footsteps-wise, or would that matter? Uh, you can, but it's not going to help you in terms of, like, getting where you need to go, necessarily. Okay. Was, so uh, roll your navigate. Okay. On shelf fail. I failed as well. All right. Um, so again, you have to hold on to that wall, because otherwise you're going to just, like, bump into things, because you can't see. And both of you, again, feel that slimy, um sensation on your hand of just whatever it is that is makes this radiance, this iridescence rubbing off on you, and I need both of you to roll a sanity check. I would have been That's following right behind fail. Okay. Success. Okay. But I, uh, I would assume I catch up with the lantern at some point. Because yes. I'm pretty um, fast. <laughs> yeah, and I think they slow down because they can't see. Um, okay, so uh, Angel, you're going to take one point of sanity damage, and uh, Walter, you're going to take three. Okay. Do I also take a regular point of damage like last time? Uh, yes. And you f- d- you said you failed, correct? I pass. You pass, then you don't take the actual like so physical damage. Walter will take the physical damage. Okay. Walter, how you doing? He's I'm alive. I don't know. Wait, how does the HP alert work? Uh, as a is there something bad well, that happens just, after a certain if threshold? If you get to zero, I mean, bad things happen when you're at zero. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, does the okay. cultist have a light? The cultist um, does not have a light, but they have the statue. Okay, so let's see in the dark. I got it. Or they're guided by their eldritch god, you know. Wow. All right, so Butch, you are going to... um, uh, You you basically catch up with the lantern, and what are you guys going to do? Aaron, what are you doing? The professor's going to follow Butch. Yeah, I would have been... I would have... Grab Raymond and followed after the professor, like hand in hand. I'm like, because I'm looking a bit rough myself, so I, I would need somebody to somewhat lean on. So, once you um, all catch up, what do you do? I would try to squeeze past them and just book it like full on sprint. I'm just assuming I'm the fastest one with the 80 decks. Okay. I would have handed you your baseball bat. I got a move rate of nine. Um, are the rest of you running after uh, Butch? I'm gonna hand him my. Can I hand you my? You? Can I hand you my hook on the way? Actually, it's, uh, or well, he's still got the gun, doesn't he? Still oh, he's still got, got like a gun. Yeah, yeah. Bullets. Never mind. Still got like I'm two just gonna kind of let him. I'm gonna let him pass, and because uh, uh, I'm not looking real great, um, but I want to make sure we don't have light besides the lantern. No one else grabbed anything. So we, I guess, I have to. We have to sprint with him. I mean, you'll you know see me see. ahead of you, though. At least you'll mm-hmm. have a, a beacon to follow. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So, but we still have to move because you're fast as hell. So I gotta, yeah. So Walter will just see him and kind of struggling, plod at as as fast as he can now move. I guess. Um, I don't know how much time it would take, but this seems like the kind of moment when I would probably want to. Well, let's see. This is 1915, so I probably have like high lace up boots on with my heels so I'm probably just going to want to straight up break the, the heels off because I'm not going to be able to run second heel breakage of the app <laughs> it is yeah 
Um, that's going to take you at least a turn, so you're going to be like a good 50, 60 feet behind everybody else. Am I going to be able to catch up with them after that? It Maybe, once you get outside. Depends on how fast they run. You can oh, see the light, I, I though. You can see the light. keep up with them. That's fine. That's I think staggering, I'd probably, like, be helping, uh, seeing seeing Anjub break, try to break the heel, I'd probably would be helping along, trying to, like, break the heel with them so we can, like, try to all catch up as fast as we can. Okay. I'm just, like, trying to catch up to the two fastest baseball players. Is Raymond with us? Uh, Raymond is booking it after them. Uh, he okay. is not going to stop. He's probably running with Butch to try and catch up with that last cult. That's yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, as long right. as he's not still standing in there. No. Um, so Walter and Butch, you are running after this cultist. This cultist has got a little bit of a head start on you guys, but I do think that. Um, you guys can roll your decks, and they'll roll their decks to see if you're able to catch up. Uh, they rolled a ten. Critical which success. I think is an ex- yeah, that's yeah, a, a, a critical success. Like you had a one. No, no. What's what's the level? It's good. Extreme. Extreme. Uh, no, okay. it's like they, it's good. Like not the. It's like the below my fifty percent. Yeah, hard. hard. It's hard. hard. I had I had hard. an extreme. Extreme. Okay, the cultist also had an extreme success. I think because it's equal, you're still like an equal amount of distance behind them. Do they have a move rate? Sorry. Theirs is an eight, I believe. Okay. I think it's like one less than yours. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're there's there's still like a good space ahead of you, but you're like catching up. Um, How far? I would have had, uh, uh, probably like I said, like 40, 50 feet. I think if you had gotten a better success rate than them, you would have been able to catch up. Can I? I got two bolts left. Can I do a, a warning shot and yell out "Stop!" and just like shoot towards them, trying to hit them, but also a warning shot as I yell it. Sure. Um, I know it's going to be a disadvantage. And yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to have to roll with a, p- a penalty dice. I'll save one bullet in case I get up close. I feel like changing it to penalty die at this point, since we've done like four episodes with disadvantage and advantage. I know it's is, just not going to work out. It's with disadvantage. Just, yeah. Uh, Forty. So the low one was a forty-eight, uh, and my firearm is a sixty again. So a regular success. All right, roll your damage, your D10. I'm rolling good with that. Another five. Face the real All right, yeah, you got. dropped this cultist. Hell yeah. <laughs> she knew it was going to end soon. I got, I got him. You walk up to this cultist's body, who you've just shot. That statue has kind of rolled out of their hands. Um, oh, I see it now. But... I'm going to need you to roll a sanity check as you come up on the statue and look down on it with disadvantage. And an eight. Okay. So uh, that's, uh, uh, let's see, 66. Uh, That's not quite half, so a regular success. So you just take one point of sanity damage. I'm still Uh, good. I'm only five down total. Uh, and everybody else, you're going to come up um, slowly, kind of in turn, to see, witness this dead body and see the statue. And I think, I think that Nathan will let me do this. You see Raymond crouch down to look and study the statue. You see him raise his hand to pick it up. And... He's able to do so. He touches the statue, brings it closer towards him, studies it, stands up slowly, 
and you see behind him as the sun begins to set the iridescence and radiance in the sky. And as he looks up at you, you see a change to his eyes. Instead of the usual color, you see that his eyes are gray. And as you glance further, you see that similar iridescent radiance as he clutches the statue towards him. And that's where we're going to end. Oh. Holy shit. I got one more bullet. <laughs> <laughs> we put him in a shoot Raymond. He's like 12. Oh, oh, we're not, I don't think we said it was okay to kill kids on, on the exactly. yeah, No, I'm just bales. kidding. I would not have We died. can maim them. We just can't kill them. I was going to shoot clear the difference. <laughs> Holy shit, Faye. That was awesome. That is the end of At the End of Hope Street. I hope you all enjoyed our game. I am once again your keeper, Faye, and you can find me on Twitter at CatTheFakeEye. Um, maybe everybody can go around, again, tell me where you can find you, and then tell me uh, what you enjoyed most about um, the game, either your favorite part or whatever you liked. I'll go first. Hello, my name is Norman. I was your woman baseball hitting person. I, I, I don't. Re- I just, yeah. just garnered a very terrible reputation for hitting people with a baseball bat. Now, and of the lady variety, you can find me on Twitter at NormanLambert45 and where I'm not hitting women with baseball bats. I am trying to kill people that have the same name as me because of a succession line. Don't don't hit people with baseball bats. Don't, I'm assuming that was your favorite part, hitting people with baseball bats. Listen, listen to me. <laughs> yes, but still, no, don't do it. Actually, no, my, my favorite part of this whole entire game is outside of the roleplay aspect of it. it I actually didn't need to be a, a murder hobo in this game. I was like, yeah, you know what? Sure, a couple people take a, a quick bat and uh, let me try to talk my way out. My roles were horrible when I try to like actually persuade people. But, I mean, you win some, you lose some. Awesome. Tyler, what about you? Where can they find you? And what was your favorite part? Uh, they can find me at tscocrow on Twitter or at tylerscocroft.com. Uh, my favorite part was, I mean, A, I'm from Rhode Island, so it's always cool to, like, you know, getting the story in Rhode Island, especially Providence, is, like, a, it's really cool. Um, so the ambience was great. Um, I did, I loved, like, the creepiness that just always kind of pervaded everything. The ending was fantastic. I was just so, I loved that story choice. And, you know, honestly, my favorite part, though, probably the phosphates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gotta be the phosphates. Yeah, no, it's a great. Awesome. Uh, all right, Matt, what about you? Where can they find you? What's your favorite part? Uh, my name's Matt. You can find me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. And I just was just visually, if this was like a TV show or a movie, you know, picturing these people doing all this stuff, just... I'm now picturing this professor, like, kind of a la Linda Hamilton, Terminator 2, just this badass woman that doesn't appear much, but all of a sudden she just starts whooping ass. I mean, I'm just (laughs) picturing this woman just, like, just gets a 
bat to the ribs and then just proceeds to just take out two or three calces by herself. And I'm so would you say me hitting her with a bat on Lato Chupacabra? I think so. I think Maybe. so. She went Super Saiyan after that. And she just, I mean, that was just amazing. It, like an amazing visual thing to see this middle-aged woman just take care of business. You know, who needs a man? I'm taking care of business myself. She was down to three hit points, so. Give me more of that. Last but not least, um, what about you, Felicity? Angel, our French nurse. Yeah, um, so I can be found on the Twitter at RadmusFliss, where I'm probably posting uh, about video games or transgender issues. And uh, gosh, um, my favorite part, just all of your your visualization, the way you described the environments was so vivid. It was so excellent to get uh, drawn into the game that way, to have that very spooky atmosphere every time that we played. I love being able to walk away from the game saying my hebeas have been properly GB'd, and <laughs> especially right at the end, I know that the, the sound is going to be a little bit different once this is edited, but you had us listening to music through Roll20, and as you were describing the iridescence and the difference in Raymond's eyes, the music was just cre- uh, building up in this crescendo of weirdness, and it was so atmospherically perfect. I just... I can't. It was amazing. Yeah, thank the you. Real, my yes. favorite part was Faye. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks, Absolutely. Guys. This Keep is very, <laughs> very much fun to run. I love Call of Cthulhu. So thank you, audience, for joining us on our adventures. You can find much more of this on the cast of Many Things, where we play all types of tabletop role-playing games, including Dungeons & Dragons, Call of Cthulhu, Masks, Princess World, um, other test kitchens, lots of fun things. So go ahead and check us out. Um, but until next time, follow us on Twitter at Cast of Many Things. Cast of Many Things.